Hi, I'm Kanika, and you're listening to That's Total Mom Sense, the podcast, where I interview public figures on their life lessons in parenting, legacy, and built-in sixth sense. Hey, what's up? I'm Kelly Rowland, and you're checking out That's Total Mom Sense. Hi, this is Chelsea Clinton, and my experience on That's Total Mom Sense was fantastic. It's me, Bobby Brown. Can't wait to share my story. Thank you to my guests, brand partners, community, and you for making the show possible. Episodes release every Thursday, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can join my tribe by logging on to thatstotalmomsense.com and by following me on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram at Kanika Chadda Gupta. Now let's dive in to today's episode. As the official podcast partner for the Mom 2.0 Summit, a collective of moms in media, marketing, and parenting baby and kids-related brands, I got a chance to do interviews on the ground with keynote speakers, attendees, and sponsors. The backdrop was the scenic JW Marriott Hotel in Scottsdale, Arizona, which was a dream. First, let's hear from the Mom 2.0 founders on their story and the inspiration for this year's event. Listen in. And now I'm with two members of the Mom 2.0 founding team, husband and wife duo, John and Carrie Pacini. Thank you so much for joining me on That's Total Mom Sense. Thank you for having us. (laughs) It's been a joy to be the podcast partner of Mom 2 um, at this year's summit in Scottsdale. And I had to launch the series with the two of you because we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for your vision and what you've created over the past 15 years. So a huge thank you for making this community possible. Well, thank you for being a part of it. Thank you. So let's um, start from the beginning. Um, Laura Mays and you know your partner, Carrie Pacini, have, both of you have been on the show before, but let's go back to that and tell us a little bit about how um, Mom 2.0 came to be, that origin story. Yep, sure. So 15 years ago, <laughs> Laura and I um, met at um, a tech event and I think that um, we, the one thing we always say is that we were pretty much like the only, you know, the only girls, the only women in the room. And so, of course, we gravitated towards each other. You know, what are you into? What are you doing? And we were both, you know, in a field where we were in tech, but we were also doing things for women. Laura was probably doing something for women and I was doing something for moms at the time. We would just keep seeing each other at these meetups because it was something as a startup that we were both doing. So from there, that's where we met, continue to have conversations and thought about the idea, you know, of like floating over, like having a a conference together, having a summit. And actually that's where John comes into play too, I have to say, because he was there from the early goings on, you know, Mom 2 Summit, even the origin of the name Mom 2 Summit. John, I'll let you kind of get into that too, but, um, but, but that's kind of the, the starter dough was Laura and I met at a tech conference. We were both doing something for women, for moms. This idea kind of evolved because there wasn't a place for women to come together and really meet and talk best practices about what they were doing in their careers. Yes, 100%. They, there definitely wasn't. Um, and so, John, so you helped come up with the name and kind of flesh out what 
um, the mission was going to be? Yeah, so Carrie and I had been um, with with a few other partners um, in another venture previous to this for several years in the online parenting space. And it was really about building community and resources for moms. This is pre-Facebook, you know, pre-Twitter. And it was just a, it was really an early wild west in the <laughs> space online. And so we ended up, um, and we were working through that. And one of, and my role in that was really working on the brand integration side of what we were doing, and bringing um, sponsors in, and and brand partners, and really helping educate the the corporate marketing community on how moms were now taking their tendency to connect in person and and share best practices and ideas and advice and support. And that was moving online, right? So we had worked with some really big brands, Sony and Amazon and Zappos and whatnot at that point. And Carrie and I went to a conference um, that was, uh, it was a marketing conference for around parenting. And they had one session on social media. And we were like, okay, we have to go to this. So we go into this room and it's packed, standing room only, all the seats are filled, shoulder to shoulder, there's people lining the room. And the person that gets up there and talks is a graduate student. And she's, I mean, she, with the best of intentions, she's effectively going through her thesis, her master's thesis on the impact of social media on parents. And really it was, you know, there, there was no practical application of any of this. And after the session, I looked over and people were walking out. After the session, I looked over at Carrie and said, you know, you or I, or, you know, those of us in the business could have walked up there and just told stories and probably been more, you know, been of more value to the people who were here wanting to know what was happening in this space. So, um, so we came back to, back to our, our hometown and, um, and connected with Laura and, uh, and the conversation began. And so, um, that was really the excitement was, uh, you know, it was, it, it, it was really the right combination of Carrie and Laura to put that together with their two backgrounds. Wow, that's amazing. And can you share some of the highlights over the years for those who are new to the community? Sure. Yeah, no, it's um, it, what was really cool about it was that that first Mom 2.0 Summit, uh, it was just it was we weren't sure if we're, there was going to be a second Mom 2.0 Summit. It was just <laughs> let's host a conversation in Houston, which we love Houston. It's our hometown, but it's it's not a, a destination um, necessarily for a lot of people. And so, um, but people came from all over. Women came from all over the country, Canada, folks, a few from overseas, and we sold out the event. Um, and there was such an energy in the room. It was just so amazing. These, you know, women walking around and saying, I've been looking for, you know, more people, anybody else that was in my same position, which was these women had built businesses and platforms that were at a commercial level, oftentimes just by telling the stories of their life and sharing their their real, the truth of, of what they were going through as a mom and as a business owner and as a partner and so forth. 100%. It's, it's really um, commendable. The programming and the network and... Um, and even the brands that you've cultivated over time, um, because it's just, it's grown leaps and bounds since. And in fact, you have um, a milestone you can share with us that happened just recently. That's right. Yeah, we're, we, uh, we joined uh, the Everyday Health Group, Pregnancy and Parenting uh, Group uh, Division, and uh, which is, they own Baby Center uh, and What to Expect and other, some other iconic brands. And so um, our Mom 2.0 brand is is now part of that uh, 
part of that uh, organization. And um, we're really excited uh, with all the additional resources that brings for us to bring to the community and bring to our job uh, in serving the community. Yeah, we're, we're listening to the community when it comes to the, um, the partners that we bring to the table and bringing, um, you know, we, we've always strived for greater diversity in every way that we, that we have expanded the business. Yes, it was great. And then, and then even just, you know, you're helping um, fill those gaps, like Bright Horizons was there and they um, can, you can advocate um, to your employer um, for, you know, childcare, subsidized childcare. And um, so they were there helping you through that. Um, Coco Melon is always a favorite um, to see. Um, so yeah, it was. It yeah, was we, had Blippi. Blippi. <laughs> we had Blippy. We had Blippy. I found out Blippi, my kids are a little older, but I found out Blippy is selling out like you know arenas. So um, yeah, <laughs> we had a we had a legit star in the room uh, with Blippy and Mika. So yes. yeah, that was that was really cool. So awesome. And you know what? Um, I feel like because you know the market so well and are so attuned to the needs, you had childcare on site. That's yeah. right. That's right. Bright Horizons I mean, provided that. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's so brilliant. I mean, when do you see that at a three-day conference? That's Not right. Very no, often. no, for sure. And and it's and, and it wasn't. We wanted to make it something where the you know, parents that are attending understood that it, it was you know it was optional if they if they were in a position where they couldn't come without bringing their their children because as you know it's a professional development event and for a lot of the moms who attend and and you know, or are, are, want to be fully involved in the event, it's an opportunity for them to work on themselves. As, you know, Laura says, typically, remember when we, when we open the event, that it's about, you know, we're, we're caring for the caregivers, right? Yeah. It's our opportunity to really welcome and care for um, these people who are caring for a family and a business and a home and a, you know, all the things that they're, and that they're managing on their day-to-day -day basis. So we really want it to be an oasis. Um, and sometimes that means bringing the kids and sometimes that means, you know, having the kids uh, stay with family or, or, you know, partner, spouse or whatever. So, you know, this is family run and I think there's something so um, beautiful and wholesome um, about that because that's what the, the values of mom to are. Um, but your, your kids, Adrian and Julia were behind the scenes working the event. Um, I mean, he, like Adrian was the one calming me down backstage saying it's going to be fine. <laughs> you know, you're on in two. Okay. And so like, it just, I was so impressed that, you know, these, um, kids just were given that opportunity and you as parents thought this is going to help them. Um, and we want them to all be all hands on deck with what we've built. Yeah, we, we made an intentional decision because we're both in the same business. We made an intentional decision when the kids were, um, I wanna say middle school and late elementary school age around there, um, where to, that we just didn't wanna leave them behind for a week when we went away for our event. And um, wow. because we were gone for the better part of a week and, and you know, it was in the spring, it was at a critical time. And, uh, and, and so for us, we said, you know, A, we, we want them to be able to, um, to be with us. And we also think it'll be beneficial for them to learn by watching the outcome because back then was, we were primarily, you know, an events company. So seeing the events that, that we're putting on that they see us plan all year. Uh, but thank you so much for all that you do. And where can all uh, my followers get to know more about Mom2 and 
and the community? Oh, well, they can go to montu.com. They can see us on um, Instagram. We're at Montu Summit, as well as uh, Facebook and TikTok. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for Thanks having me. Thanks so much, Kanika. Great to talk to you. In this interview, we hear from OG mom influencer, author, speaker, and podcast host, Jen Hatmaker, who garnered an audience of over 66 million. We talk about her keynote, which opened the summit, motherhood, her books, and her latest, a cookbook called Feed These People. Jen, welcome to That's Total Mom Sense. Thank you. Live at Mom 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what has the energy been like? Uh, you just came off your keynote yeah. and we're on stage and it's like, this is the mom spring break, would yeah. you say? Oh my gosh, <laughs> it so is. Like, I did not even understand what I was walking into until I got here and I was like, can I live here? Yes. Like, I want to be in this place. And the energy here is amazing. I was saying earlier, I love to be in a room full of women like this. Smart, interesting, innovative, scrappy. Yes. And kind of all over the place, too. There's not just one type of woman here. There's not one type of woman. There's not one type of business, one type of entrepreneur. But the, sh the like, collective energy is buzzy. Yes. It's buzzy in a way that I love. It really is. And I feel like we feed off that energy. Yeah. You know, and when you're on stage and you're speaking to an audience of women who are wide-eyed and hanging on to everything you're saying, um, I feel like that's its, like, fuel in itself. Yeah. Um, it absolutely is. Like, there is no duplication for that. I yeah. One of the greatest losses among many for me during the pandemic was just the loss of a live room. Right. Um, and of course, we gathered as best we could online and the way that we could do it safely. But there is nothing like being in a room with human women yes. with their bodies <laughs> yes. and their laughter yeah. and their tears and their energy is just it's you can't replicate it and it's so special i'll never get over that i get to do this yes oh and we love you for it mm, um you. give us some highlights from your keynote mm. so we were kind of kicking off the day i knowing all these women are heading into a lot of business development they've got all these incredible experts and tech moguls and they're they are going to learn while they are here what to do to grow their businesses which i love i was here to take care of their hearts so that's my deal. My business is women. And so my, my thought was, your work is really only as good as you're doing. How are you doing? So we went through what it is like to suffer, what we are going through. We shared a lot of things out loud in the room, um, just saying it, speaking it over the room, and other women kind of joining in unison, like, me too, same. Like, it was just really, really powerful. And talking about how to recover well and how to be the strongest, healthiest versions of ourselves so that everything else can flourish. Yes. And what was an example you can touch on where... You know, many people raised their hands and they were like, I'm going through that. What do mm. we do to navigate this? Well, you know, I threw this out in the room. You never know how this is going to go. It's a big room. It's a lot of people. Yeah. And it's intimidating. Right. Oh, and gosh, so I yeah. said, would anybody be willing to say out loud in this room loudly something that you are going through, something that is causing you suffering? And I told the rest of the crew, I'm like, anybody else, if you've either been through that thing or you are currently going through it, y'all just shout back at them same. Oh, and so wow. it created this powerful moment and people are saying, um, I have a kid on suicide watch, same, all around the room. Um, I am struggling with my own mental health and I'm like depressed, same, all around the room. I've had a miscarriage, same, all around the room. Um, I'm losing my parent right now. It's just 
um, none of our suffering um, has to be lonely. Yeah. It's hard because it's hard, but we don't have to do it alone. And so that moment in the room where people are so tender and vulnerable with their pain, but then to be met with such compassion and like unanimity, it's just, um, that's just a moment I won't forget. Oh my gosh, I'm getting choked up. Yeah. Because I feel like when you meet a stranger, you don't know their story. And we have our name tag That's and right. our company names. We're and shiny. No one knows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Our hair's blown out. Yeah, exactly. We have the extensions uh -huh. in and the lip gloss. That's right. But behind that That's is right. so many layers that you don't get to cut through right away. Absolutely. And then when you do that, and you, the fact that you brought out the depth at the onset, this is gonna deepen the connections that are made here. A hundred percent. We're all just women yeah. and everyone has pain. And it's not because any of us are doing it wrong. It's just because that's life. Yes. And so being able to say, I know everybody here is very polished looking, which can make you feel a little lonely in your own private um, suffering. Mm -hmm. But let's just cut right through it, right. guys. Because <laughs> all of us, we packed up our suitcases and came here, but we also packed up our are hurt. Yes. Came here. Let's just lay it on the table. Yes. So it's just this leveling, this leveled playing field right out of the gate. We're all just women. Mm -hmm. um, we've all gone through something or we are going through something. We're all the same in it. And it's like a, just a shared compassion that really sets the stage, I think, for the rest of the time here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And something that you'll remember for years yeah. to come. Yeah, absolutely. That feeling. That feeling yeah, I saw room. some of the women. They would say something really hard. And I watched somebody else stand up and point, like, I'm going to find you after. I'm in that. <laughs> yes. I'm in that, too. Yeah. Like, or I just got through that. They were finding each other in the room. Um, and so... How wonderful, how beautiful. That's what oh women do. That's why I yes. love women. Yeah, same, mm -hmm. same. It's it's a different, we're a different, you know, like uh, superpower and superhumans all together. Yeah, um, absolutely. And to be able to collaborate and connect um, and cultivate something so special mm -hmm. is just icing on the, on the cake. Absolutely. Um, now let's talk about your books. Um, mm -hmm. We mentioned offline. So you have written 14 books. Yeah, it's absurd. Uh, and you've birthed five children. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, I don't know technically which is I harder. birthed three and I adopted two. <laughs> okay. But okay. they're all in they're there. All, Look, yes, at this yes. point, I don't know who's adopted and who's <laughs> not. I'm like, just get in the car. You know what I mean? So, um, and bring your friends. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Uh -huh. <laughs> I love it. But you're, you're this um, like matriarchal figure. And then you're also someone who gets it and you're like, I'm going to write out my own accounts mm -hmm. and help you through it. And the fact that you've done it 14 times mm -hmm. over, holy crap. Yeah, it seems so bizarre to hear you say it. Yeah. Um, and it was a this was a long time coming. It's a long career. It's, uh, and the, the early, my early stuff is just it's 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 catastrophe like I forbid you to ever read one okay. word of it like may it be stricken from the record I was learning I was a young yeah, writer right and just finding my own voice and finding my own path and um and so I've just written as I've grown up honestly and I've lived my life pretty outward facing this is what I'm learning this is what I'm experiencing this is um what I think is wisdom I've earned and yeah um, learned and so it has created after 20 years the most beautiful connected loyal transparent community mm. I, I marvel at my community every single day wow and you are doing a book signing here yeah so tell us about the book you brought with you and you know what what it's about um which is it on a 
Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> which one did like, I yeah, which <laughs> um, I brought my latest book. It's called Feed These People, and this was a departure for me. I normally write books for women, kind of in empowerment and development, even faith spaces. This was a cookbook. I love to cook. I always have. And a few years ago, my community online started a petition an online petition to force me to write a cookbook. Okay. Because I've been writing about food online, just helter-skelter yeah. for years. Yes, yes, yes. And like throwing recipes into books. And they were like, <laughs> you have to write us a cookbook. I'm like, you are not my boss. I'm like, you can't make <laughs> I love me that do your community this. can be so vocal with they you. They did. And so um, Feed These People came out in the fall. It was the most fun project. <sighs> and it's funny and it's absurd and it's delightful. I loved it. I can't wait to write another one. Yes. Oh my God. We're here for it. Mm -hmm. And what about For the Love? Yeah. That's your so show. that was, that's my podcast and we're steering into year six, which is, I can't hardly believe it. Oh my it, goodness. But, yeah. You're a veteran. Um, yeah. It's been amazing. And I, I, I was asking my podcast producer last week, we were <laughs> going through some metrics and I'm like, are people still listening to the podcast? And she's like, Jim, we're at 60 million downloads. I'm oh like, okay, God. they're listening. Okay, good. Yeah, let's yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Let's they're keep here, going. They're, they're here. They're there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I've been able to interview some of the most fascinating and interesting, smart, resilient people on earth. And I can't, I'll never get enough of it. Yeah. You know, sitting oh my across gosh. from someone else's powerful story, yes. I cannot get enough of it. I'm like, yes. tell me more. And so that that space continues to inspire me as a content creator or whatever it is that I am. Um, and so I'm, th I'm just thrilled. It's, it's icing on the cake that it inspires my community too. Yes. No, it absolutely does. And I think the fact that you can insert your own personal experiences yeah. and you lead with love. Yeah, And for we sure. feel that. Mm, so, thank you. Oh. It's a nice thing to say. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, well, you. I'm so excited that you're here and for this budding friendship. And, um, and I'm glad to have you on that stole mom sense at mom 2.0 and for all the connections that you're going to help cultivate while you're here. Thank yeah. you for being here. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really proud of you. I love what you're creating. This is a felt need for women, for yeah. moms, um, as they are more than one thing. Yes. They're not just the one thing. And so good for you. Like, keep going. Thank keep you. going. Absolutely. Thank you so Thanks much, for having Jen. me. Next up, we have Frenchie Ferenzi, a business strategist who is a longtime Mom 2.0 attendee. So, uh, Frenchie, tell us what brings you to Mom 2.0. So I never identified as a mompreneur, but then I saw that there was this opportunity to just connect with amazing other women who may identify as moms or mom adjacent, if you will. Yes. And I wanted to, one, get away from my kids, and two, get away from my kids and be around really awesome people that I have something in common with. 100%. I was um, joking with Jen Hatmaker earlier that this is our spring break. Oh, yeah. You know, we, we really need this. I feel like it's um, not every day we can fill our cup. Totally. And if these three days do that, we are leaving happier people. I couldn't agree more. It's such a powerful thing. And I keep joking. I'm like, this is like mom's gone wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except there's like yoga and exactly. um, everybody sharing their feelings. Exactly. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. Um, and who are you most excited to see while you're here? Oh, man. I'm really excited to see Amy Schoenthal. My friend Selly Arias did an amazing talk this morning about strategy. Um, I am so... 
I have an Italian husband who's a chef. Ooh. And so I'm very excited to see Tembi and Attica later. Yes. Oh, um, oh my but God. But also like a little bit terrified because obviously like I watched from scratch. Yes. I watched a series and everyone's like, you have to watch it. It's your story. And I was like, and then the end got there. I was like, I hope it's not, not my story. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> it's so beautiful. So um, yeah, those are some of the ones I'm really excited about. And I'm excited to spend some time by the pool. Yes. Yes, 100%. Um, I can't wait for it either. Yeah. I think um, they have such a compelling story. And um, the fact that we got to just travel to Italy as we watched someone's life story unfold totally. was just phenomenal. I used to work at an organization called The Wing, which was a pretty big startup in of the course. startup yes. world. All moms know The Wing. All moms know <laughs> The Wing, especially New York moms. And, yes. you know, working in startups and being part of a startup that went through such a journey for lack of a better term, yeah. taught me so much about growing businesses. And one of the things that I really realized was that we overcomplicate and we create so much complexity in business growth and it makes us a little crazy. But yeah. moms are already going crazy enough with everything else going on in their lives. And so as a business strategist, I'm just really, really focused on helping moms and uh, you know non-moms, but grow their businesses and find simplicity in sustainable success. That's amazing. Um, and what's one success story that you could share with us now? Oh, that's a good one. Um, so I have a client named Holly. She's an architect. And when we started working together, um, she was like still working part-time at an architectural firm and also starting um, her own business, which sells, I guess, kind of stock plans, but mm -hmm. really elevated, really beautiful, really design-focused, sustainability-focused. And when we originally mapped out her strategy, she was aiming to leave her full-time job within 12 months. She okay. ended up leaving within six months wow. because we just had a plan that she could manage as a side hustle, along with being a parent, that allowed her to make the money she needed to make and really take off. So that's one of my favorite stories, just because I think money is great. I think freedom is even greater. Yes. And so I'm so excited about that. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that you're empowering the women that you work with. Um, and I'm excited to get to know more. But this is awesome. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. I'm Thanks so glad so to be here. chatting with us today. Of course. <laughs> and now we have Tasha Shore, the founder of Parenting Boys Peacefully. Hi, Tasha. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Yes. And so um, you came in saying that you uh, had some friends that have been on that sort of mom sense. So do share. Who do you, who do we have in common? Um, so we have Suzanne from Gen Mindful. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah, Suzanne Tucker. Yes. Exactly. And I've got Amy Lang. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. I love kids. it. Look at that. Yeah. Yes. So those are the two that I saw. I was just scrolling oh through. Oh my God. That's awesome. And um, you all are in a very similar line of work. Um, tell us about your brand. I, I just, I love how literal the name is. Yeah, my brand is Parenting Boys Peacefully, and the mission of my business is to create a more peaceful world, one sweet boy at a time. Oh, that's amazing. And I think um, in the culture in which we're raising our kids, as much as we want our girls to be bold and strong, um, we also want our um, sons to be empath empathetic and compassionate, you know? I, I think it, it's like, it's double-sided, kind of coin here. You yeah. can't just focus on one and expect the other gender to know what to do. 
Yeah, I think we I think we say we want that, but we don't necessarily provide the environments for our boys to develop in that way. Yes, yes. And so, um, tell us some of the myth busting and you know advice that you give your clients because I'm sure, you know, so many of us are very unconsciously and unknowingly um, enabling behaviors that we don't want to see in adulthood. Yeah, so I work mostly with parents of young boys who are struggling with hard behaviors. Mm -hmm. So big tantrums, big feelings, aggression, hitting, spitting, kicking, calling nasty names, like all the things. Yeah. And it's not as rare as one might think. Right. So for anybody who's listening who has a boy like that, know you're not alone. Yes. Um, and so there's a, there's a lot that I want parents like this to know. First off, that you're not alone. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Not alone. Um, and that you can absolutely use use peaceful parenting strategies. So brain-based strategies that are connection-based rather than strategies that are um, control-based and focus on isolation or punishment, even though the behaviors seem bad and like we need to respond harshly, yes. uh, they actually move through more quickly and we can guide our boys much, much better if we um, approach them with connection tools. Yeah. Wow. Can we walk through a little scenario? Sure. Um, so let's say you have a six-year-old who, um, you know, is just like physical and just, you know, in a um, playful way is like punching, shoving their brother. Um, how do you um, kind of walk them through like we don't do that without having them feel ashamed? but also you know, ensuring that they get it and they're not like just hitting and, and doing all that willy-nilly um, all the time. Yeah, so I love that you say um, we don't do that yeah. because one of the biggest mistakes that I see parents make is that we talk way too much. We gotta zip Interesting. it. And we're giving information that our kids don't need. He knows that's not okay. Right? Yeah, like yeah if it there's were a moral compass kid, in there. Yeah. Right, there is a moral compass in there and I think we misdiagnose the problem. Cool. Right, we think, oh, they don't have the information. Let me tell them. <laughs> but if I sit back and ask the parent, well, do you think he thinks it's okay to like knock his brother upside the head? He goes, no, right? He knows yes. it's not okay. So it's more that he doesn't have the ability to control the behaviors in the moment. Okay. Um, and so we come at it from all directions. So we come at it, there's a lot of prep that happens. Part of that prep and a lot of that prep is doing what I call getting ourselves in good enough parenting shape. So we're not so triggered in the moment that we can't even implement any tools. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? So we got to work on our own triggers. Sure. Right? Because sure. a lot of the time, it's not really about them. It, it's oh, about us. Oh, 100%. It's how we react. Exactly. Instead of respond or whatever the... A exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then we also need to focus on um, uh, connection, like regular connection time outside of... Um, uh, you know, sort of the hard moments. Yeah. And, and, and really time when they get to lead and they get to be the leader and we're the follower. Right. And it's just the two of us, so it's one-on-one -on -one time. Yeah. And then in the heat of the moment, we got to get really good at holding loving limits. In that situation, you might come in playfully. You might bring a playful limit. You might say, oh, do you know what happens to little boys who go after their brother like that? You know, they get their elbows licked. <laughs> and then you, you know, go That's over so and cute. you start trying to lick his elbow. And what happens? He starts laughing. Yes. You lighten up. There's connection built and the behavior falls away. Over time, the behaviors diminish. Brilliant. Mind blown. Thank you so much. I
Thank you for joining me on this Mom 2.0 live podcast series. This episode has been brought to you by Mom 2.0, which is a part of Everyday Health Group's Pregnancy and Parenting Division, which reaches millions of parents a month through its Baby Center and What to Expect brands, among other domestic and global platforms. A special thanks to Laura Mays, Carrie and John Pacini, Marla Trevino, and the entire team for making this happen. This series has been powered by Rode Microphones, with on-site production by Ryan White and Allison Marino. Post-production and editing by Noah Swiderski of Britain Media. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review That's Total Mom Sense wherever you listen. You can learn more on my website, thatstotalmomsense.com, and search for the Mom 2.0 landing page to watch episode videos. You can register for next year's summit at mom2.com. Follow me on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Kanika Chada Gupta and write to me at that's total mom sense at gmail.com. Thank you for being in my tribe. See you next time.